Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dirt Don't Hurt Adventures podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Jesse. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing rock cairns. What are they? What is their purpose? Um, I guarantee everybody knows what they are, but probably did not know their proper name. A rock cairn is just a stack of rocks. Everybody knows what a cairn is. Yeah, so. But it's not that. It's not that cairn, but it is just as controversial. Uh, in the words of Prince, controversy always gets brought up when you have this discussion about rock Karens because there are pro rock Karen people and not so pro rock Karen people. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, but first off, let's discuss what they are and why they're important to the outdoor world. So rock herons, like I said, they're the rocks that you'll see that are stacked like a few feet tall. People like to try to balance the rocks. You'll see like near riverbeds and things. So they're human-made stacks, mounds, or piles of rocks. And they have literally been around for hundreds of thousands of years. They are, in other countries, they're used to mark monuments, burial sites, their navigational tools, or like a cemetery, actually. So... In the U.S., what we tend to use them for are trail markers. So yeah. That's what I know them for. I and feel like we've seen a bunch when we, we did a trip to the White Mountains. Yes. And that's where I feel like we saw them most. Yeah, they were clearly trail markers, too. Yeah. People were not making them for fun. They were definitely an aid in marking a trail up a mountain where – it's kind of hard to see where the trail actually is without these. Like, they will save your life in the White Mountains. So, yeah. Uh, these became popular actually back in 19, or I'm sorry, 1896 in Acadia National Park, where a gentleman, and I'm probably going to say his name wrong. What is his name? Waldron Bates. Uh, yes, Waldron Bates. Thank you, Joshua. Um, he created like a specific style of hiking Karens in Acadia to help mark the trails for people. Now, he was not the first person to come up with this, but he was the first one in the U.S. to start using them in parks to mark the trails here. So, yeah. And every park has different rules about them. So you should always check a park website to see if you're supposed to follow these as a trail marker or not follow them, because this varies from park to park. And you do not want to start following them thinking they're marking a trail when it's just people have made them for fun because you will get lost. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's like my major issue with them. So, yeah. Let's see. Okay. So, parks that allow them, which are a lot of national parks that have them, they are maintained by the park staff and they are to help keep hikers on the correct path. So it's basically like markers where there's no trees um, or nowhere yeah. to have a blaze. Exactly. Yes. Uh, trailblaze is, um, I'm sure you've seen them painted on trees. It's just like a little rectangle. Like, like a spray of, painted. Yeah, rectangle. they're like painted on a tree. It looks like a blue rectangle, white. They come in different colors. And they help you stay on a trail in the woods. But what happens when you don't have woods? <laughs> so 
especially if you're in a place that's already rocky to begin with and you already have the material all around you to build these, it is super helpful to the park staff to be able just to stack these rocks to mark a trail so they don't have to bring in all these extra materials because sometimes the only way to get them is to hike with them. Who wants to hike with a bunch of lumber and, you know, like a hammer to put these things into the ground to mark a trail when you already have rocks everywhere? That's true. It's very understandable. What else can I say about these? Because we're getting ready to really get into this where people are going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys. So uh, some people like to just build them for fun. And why? Good question. (laughs) Some people I think it's say the equivalent of like skipping rocks. Yeah, they're like it's therapeutic. It's it's an artistic outlet, and it's we just like to do it. It has become extremely popular to see these like photographed on social media. It's like the new version of building a sandcastle. <laughs> with the, yeah, but with rocks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, you see these all over, um, and a lot of people will say like you know we'll build them, take a picture, and then we put them back. Here's the issue with that. This is where environmentalists come in. Whenever you move rocks, you compromise a species habitat. And sometimes it can be in an unrecoverable manner. And if you want to learn more about that, because we're not going to get super into that, there is an article I found that explains this really well. And it's science.howstuffworks.com. And there is an article published January 30th, 2020, and it is titled, Scientists Say, Hey Hikers, Stop Stacking Rocks. So check that out. (laughs) It'll get more in depth why it's like detrimental to the environment and you shouldn't be moving rocks. Uh, But that is not the only reason people dislike these. So like I said earlier, it is a problem for avid hikers like ourselves. Um, I have been... Like I become very reliant on them to know where I'm going. So if you're just out willy-nilly stacking these rocks, you could potentially get someone lost. And that's not okay. So that's one issue. The second is it disrupts ecosystems, which we just discussed. Third is it can actually um, increase soil erosion because you're removing rocks from their natural habitat. Yeah, that makes sense because you're gathering like a ton of rocks and putting them together. So yeah, yeah, the soil is going to erode, which was underneath the of those soil rocks. Underneath, can, yeah, yeah. Um, something that actually has happened in the mountains uh, more often than you would think is if people stack them on higher ground, they could potentially fall, causing harm to the hikers or people beneath them. Mm. So that I would have never thought of, but yeah. yeah. I actually wouldn't have either. But yeah, I mean, obviously you're stacking a bunch of unstable rocks on top of each other. All it's going to take is a little gust of wind for them to blow over. And if you're on higher ground, which we all know from Star Wars has the advantage. It's true. You're going to get hurt if you're on the lower ground. (laughs) If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, we can't be friends. It is pretty crazy because I never (laughs) knew they were actually trail markers. Really? No, I thought people were just stacking them all over just to... Just for fun. For something to do. Yeah. Uh, but it actually makes sense. I think it was in the White Mountains I really noticed them, and then you were telling me how they were actually markers and not 
something just somebody did. <laughs> oh my goodness. Though. Especially the ones in the White Mountain, like I'm specifically talking about there is like, they're huge. I mean, it's not just like a foot tall, like they're massive markers. Yeah. So you definitely know where you're going by following these. But yeah, not everybody adheres to this and we're getting ready to just discuss someone that doesn't. Yeah. We won't say him by name. My brother likes to stack rocks. <laughs> he loves to stack rocks. And Hashtag balance your life. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's his favorite. And I am trying to not, never say anything about it, but I'm like, oh, no, don't. <laughs> the good thing is he doesn't like the outdoors as much as we do. So yeah. generally the places he's stacking them is... His backyard. Not too far from a parking lot. Yeah, it's yeah. totally cool. So, yeah. Or in an urban environment. Yeah, yeah. We haven't really intervened because he's not really disturbing too much. But I'm like, don't encourage this behavior. <laughs> so you're going to get the uh, hiker loss one of these days. So, yeah. I feel like, especially when you're out in nature, you always need to practice the leave no trace motto. It should look like you were never there. I'm usually too tired to ever want to stack rocks. Me too. Like, I have no interest. Ever, yeah, like I would not have the energy to no. go hiking and stack a bunch of rocks. I feel like the only time this might interest me is if I had children with me and I needed to entertain them. And if you're hiking, you don't have anything really with you to entertain kids. And if I was by a stream or a brook or something, I might yeah. want to do that with them for fun. But um, normally, no. I don't think this is something I would just do on my own. I don't know. I've never done it. I've never stacked a rock. No, I don't think I've ever done it either. No. I mean, even as a child, it, that's not It looks kind I of did. fun because I really like Jenga. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but no, I think I'm too lazy to do it. Yeah, yeah, same. So you, if you find some... Uh, the deal is, is you're not supposed to tamper with them because you don't know if it's authorized one or unauthorized. So, so it's also kind of like sandcastles where <laughs> some jerk comes along and <laughs> smashes your sandcastle. Yeah. So you don't really know with the Karens whether it's an official one as a trail marker or just one somebody stacked. Yeah. So if one of those jerks comes along and kicks them over, they might actually kick over a, a trail, trail marker. marker. Now, I will say I've seen on social media uh, people going around kicking them over. Um, I And at first I was like, oh, God, I hope they're not knocking over a trail marker. But it was very, very clear they were not trail markers. Oh, uh, they were doing it specifically because of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like 20 of them like in one area. So huh. that's clearly not a trail marker. Um even with that said, I probably wouldn't go do that because I, you know, you don't know. You don't know if it's a trail marker or not. Like, maybe it's like, maybe there's 20 of them there because it's like an intersection or the end of a trail or start of a trail. I have no idea. So I wouldn't go and kick them down. Maybe if I specifically saw someone do it and I they had left, I might go do it. But I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> but they say you shouldn't tamper with them. Uh, you shouldn't build unauthorized Karens. For various reasons. You shouldn't add to existing ones either. So if you do find one, don't add to it. Just leave it alone. Leave it the way it is. Absolutely. Um, and you can get more information about this too from L 
lnt.org, which is Leave No Trace. And they have a whole write-up about these as well. So this is like a big deal in the outdoor world with Leave No Trace um, ethics. It's kind of funny, though. I can see people not really knowing that and thinking that it's pretty harmless fun. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I didn't realize it was such a big deal. Um until recently, and I started doing some research about this podcast just to explain how they mark trails. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like a huge deal. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't think anybody maliciously is like stacking rocks to get yeah. people lost. No, I don't think they are either. I really do think they are doing it because it's fun. It's, yeah. it's kind of an artistic outlet and they're having a good time doing it. It's a way to express themselves, but I also feel like there's a time and place, and if you're out near a trail, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Though, with that said, you should not strictly rely on rock Karens when you're hiking. That should not. Like, if you're going on a hike and you're like, well, just follow them, don't do that. You really need to take a map, a compass, GPS, or all of the above because you shouldn't just rely on those. And the same thing with trailblazes. Like, you really need to know where you're going before you set off on a hike. Yeah. That's a great way to get lost. I could see that being important, though, if you were in an emergency situation, though. Yes. So it would be good for people not to put these in places that could mm-hmm. <laughs> cause somebody an emergency situation to get lost. Well, I think that's the point. That uh, the Leave No Trace is somewhat trying to make as well. Not only are you destroying an ecosystem, you have a potential of harming someone by making these. So, yeah, I mean, what do you think? I kind of am like, stop making them, everyone. I I don't love them because I'm a hiker. Yeah. I mean, I know we don't specifically use them that often here, but I know when we like went up north a little bit, they were everywhere. Yeah, I don't have any emotional attachment to a stack of rocks, so I would say, I mean, I don't think anybody's really missing out by not being able to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, think it's fine. Exactly. To maybe stop doing it if it is a problem. I actually, um, a couple years ago, I found a rock balancing kit that you could purchase online, and I had it sent to my brother-in-law because I know he loves to balance rocks, and I'm like, uh. here, balance these instead. <laughs> So if you really feel a need to do it, get one of these kits. They're on Amazon. And it's like Prime Day right now, I feel like. So you can get a deal. You can get a deal on yeah. a box, <laughs> box of rocks. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> well, this is going to be a short episode um, because there's really not much more to say about rock Karens. Um, you either like them or you hate them. And there's usually no in-between. Yeah, so, so don't be a rock Karen. Don't be a rock Karen. Don't build a rock Karen. Don't build unauthorized rock Karens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you have any more questions on this topic, which I can't imagine why you would, but if you do, drop us a line at darkdon'thurtadventures at gmail.com. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye.